0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to This Is Ours podcast. I'm your host, Omina, and this is my podcast where our motto is to be unapologetically intentional. So quick story before I begin. I had decided today that I was gonna record. I had like put it in my calendar, everything, I'd booked the room because I've had a busy two weeks, but I was like I need to make time for my podcast. Like I've started this thing, I made a commitment, I need to like keep going with it. And then I get to the library and I'm like, oh, hi, you know, I like the key to the studio. And she looks at me with like this funky eye and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is the issue? And she's like, oh, she just needs to make sure because there was like a work order put in. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she's like, you didn't need the mic, right? And I'm like, oh, geez, that is literally the only thing I needed in this room. So I'm like, I have two options. It's either I wait until next week when they order the part in the mic that is like, broken or I figure out another way to record. So here I am in the studio because it's quiet and soundproof talking into my iPhone. So yeah, that is my story of attempting to be intentional with recording my podcast. So a few leftover thoughts from the episode on being a diasporic child, my learning journey that I had with Armin and Irene and the episode on grief with Olivia I'm so thankful to be surrounded by people who would take the time out to be on this podcast journey with me so on the episode on the diasporic child I have been reflecting on this episode as I do most of the things in my life recently and I'm so grateful for my journey of unlearning grateful for the opportunity to be in a program and be surrounded by people who promote this unpacking and deconstruction. Because it was something I feel like I was lacking for a really long time. I am grateful for my journey into becoming a crucial, a critical and conscious consumer. And I am excited to see where the journey leads me. So those are like my closing thoughts. On the episode on grief. So one more time. What is grief? I would say personally that it is personal it is unpredictable it is hard work it is a constant forever journey it's a repeated experience of your loss it is all these things and so much more it is whatever it is for you like most people I'm currently on my journey of grief and it comes with a lot I'm just grateful for the opportunity to process it in a way that I believe is best for me and I am working to embrace all the human emotions that come with it Thank you again to all the people who took the time out to listen and to the people who are going to listen to this podcast and decide to, you know, just catch up on all the other ones. (laughs) This week I had the... So let's jump right into it, shall we? This week I had the opportunity to take a social work with Indigenous Peoples course. And honestly, um, it was was a lot because I didn't know what to expect because instead of a 14-week class that, you know, a lot of us are used to, it's a condensed course, which I have done in the past. I had a six, like, six-week summer courses was, like, the usual thing in undergrad. But it is basically three weeks, first two weeks online, and then the last week is six days, a six-hour face-to-face class, basically. And as I said, I, I just wasn't sure what to expect. But honestly, it's it was a very and is a very emotional and heartbreaking experience. But it was also and still is very empowering and just... I don't even know what word to use, to be honest. To hear about the history of the Indigenous peoples here in Canada, something that has kept hitting was just... Again, insert word here, I'm not even sure. The destructions of communities and relationships, the loss of language, cultural autonomy, the physical sexual violence, the theft of their land and their children. And after all that, just the resiliency of the people. After this week, I'm just... So overcome with emotions, feelings that, feelings and emotions that I I don't even know if I can really form into words, and really for me it's like a juxtaposition of just admiration of the resiliency of these people and a great sadness, on the trauma that they have had to face. I can talk about this for a really long time. Um, just about what they've had to go through, the past atrocities they've had to face and present manifestations of this colonization and discrimination, as well as just Canada's refusal or hesitancy to acknowledge the past and present manifestations of these things. But that is not my intention for today. This week made me think a lot about the question, where do I come from? Which is what I'm going to be talking about today. To be very honest, this week's episode isn't going to be long it's probably not going to be I don't know probably not going to be more than maybe 15 minutes I think a lot of weeks I spend so much time you know thinking about what I want to talk about which I take pride in because I I want to be very intentional about the topics I bring but I also think I'm also always so worried about would people like it what are they going to think like would I get the listens like would I get the numbers and I'm trying I'm trying very hard not to be so guided by those things, and just be intentional and true to myself, the reason I chose this topic is because it's something that i have um, I've dealt with for a really long time and I've been reflecting on a lot lately, mostly because I was talking to a friend of mine about how I think I'm finally becoming or i'm on my journey into becoming the woman I was always supposed to be, which involves me reflecting a lot on my past. And I've hounded on reflection a lot. I even had a whole episode, like, devoted to it because I've been doing a lot of it over the past few months. So, as I said, it's not... This is literally just what I've been thinking over the past week that I kind of scribbled down in notes to talk into my iPhone at this point about. So, let's see how it goes. So... To be honest, for as long as I can remember, I've always had this sense of identity crisis. I'm from Nigeria. My mom is Auchi from Edo State, and my dad is Isoko from Delta State. But I grew up in Lagos, which, if anybody doesn't know, it's a a metropolitan city in Nigeria, Nigeria, which is in in West Africa. I never really spent long periods of time in either of my villages, immersed in the culture. And I'm also ashamed to say that I don't speak any of my parents' languages, just English. English is my only language. The most I have from my culture is my name, which I cherish, as can be seen from the title of this podcast. Um, I don't think it really hit me until secondary school, though. All my friends around me were so immersed in their culture. Their parents spoke their languages to them at home. They were just in. And for the longest time following this re- revelation that I couldn't necessarily relate, it was almost like I was hoping to be someone else. Now, for those who are not aware, Yoruba, Hausa, and Igbo are the three main tribes in Nigeria. But we also have thousands and thousands of other tribes. However, I've been surrounded mostly by Yoruba people my whole life. In fact, my maternal grandma, so my mom's mom, and my mom both speak it. So listening to them growing up, I kind of picked up a few things to the point where I can at least understand conversational Yoruba. But I say this to point out that neither of my cultures were very popular in the environments I grew up. So you can imagine that dealing with my own identity crisis and being surrounded by all these proud Yoruba people, I almost wanted to be someone else, to have a tradition and culture that I was knowledgeable and proud about. And to be honest, in retrospect, the answer to this was simple. All I needed to do was ask either of my parents or really anyone around me, where do I come from? Now, fast forward to graduating from high school and going to college, I ended up basically living in, living in mini Lagos in Maryland in the States. So it's almost like the identity crisis followed me. And I think the internal questioning only increased because in the diaspora, it's two extremes. People who love, love their culture, people who don't necessarily know anything about it. And then obviously you always have the middle people. So the crisis continued, maybe not as overt as it was for me in high school, but still present. Now, fast forward again, graduating from college and moving to Canada, I was so sure that I wasn't carrying as much shame and sadness in relation to the question as I started to become more into my, like more into myself. But there is a flip side. The beautiful women I have, I happen to meet here and form connections with are so immersed in their South Asian and African culture, it is infectious. This is what it is. When people ask me about Nigeria, I can give, I can give them mainstream culture how things work in a city like Lagos, but that is really all I know. And I'm not sure if this is something I should be ashamed of, but I find that I carry that shame and sadness around, especially when people ask, so how is it done in your culture? I don't necessarily always have the answer. As I've said in many ep- in previous episodes, I've been, doing, I've been undergoing this journey of reflection since I moved here, prompted mostly by my program. I've also been practicing this notion of changing the perspective so when I find myself feeling that sadness and shame, I try and flip it into a positive motion of of what I'm not really sure, actually. I'm still a work in progress. So here are the things I've been reflecting on in relation to the question, where am I from? I've been reflecting on the importance of tradition and culture, knowing where you come from, who are the people that came before you, what legacy did they leave? I've also been reflecting on the question, is it too late for me to find out? Have I reached a point where I cannot go back and learn? I have a friend whose grandmother lives with her and she's been able to learn so much from her about her culture and everything else. My grandparents live on the other side of the world, but I also find that all about intention. There's phone calls, there's video calls, there's texts, and I'm resting in the hope that it's never too late. My best friend always says, "Where there is a will, there is a way, and I am going to learn about my culture. It is not too late. Time spent with my grandparents was very integral in raising my brother and I, from playing games in the garden to flower arrangements on Fridays to just hanging out. Now I'm just wondering if I didn't utilize the time I had with them properly to learn everything I could about where I come from. But the flip side is, I'm just wondering why I'm so focused on the idea of wasted time. It's like I'm having this battle in my mind of like, on one side, I'm like, oh my gosh, did I waste that time? on the other side, I'm like, I cherish the time I got to spend with my grandparents growing up and I refuse to taint it with this new thinking. It's the sense of belonging that I felt like I was lacking all those years. But now, like everything in life, there is a second side to this coin. The second side being that I also know exactly where I come from. I know it sounds a bit counterintuitive, but just bear with me. I have a sense of pride in knowing that I embody the best of the teachings and values that were instilled in me growing up in Nigeria. These things that would never depart from me. I am a result of all the love that was and continues to be poured into me by the people around me. For me, my culture is the respect and the co- collective nature of the people. The importance of, the fam- of family, both nuclear, extended uh, grandparents. As well as all the cousins, uncles, aunties who aren't related by blood, but are still in your corner. So, my nuclear family, my extended family, which includes my grandparents, all my, my dad's siblings, my mom's siblings, all everybody literally lies in my corner always. Also, the welcoming na- nature of the people, the food oh, the food, the street food, the snacks, the wedding staples all the things I love to cook now that I'm like, now after so many years of living away from home. It's the environment I grew up in, the places I visited as a child, the noise of the market, the bumpy roads, the security man hitting your car, and telling you, Madame, Madame, turn your hand, battering on the streets, and oh so many more things. The music, movies, entertainment, comedy, and everything in between. It's all the beautifulness that comes from living in this country. Christmas time, oh my gosh, my favorite time to be home. Just the way of life of the people I was surrounded with. That is also part of my culture. It is not limited to where my parents come from, although I think that is also very important to me. The memories of a life in Nigeria that I keep near and dear in my heart and the sense of pride that comes from growing up there, regardless of all the hardship that the country faces because I choose to focus on the good. The hustle and the the resiliency of the people, traits that I admire and hope to emulate in my future. The pride that is embedded in the people. I didn't think I had such a sense of pride in where I came from, honestly, until I moved away. I spent some of my formative years in Nigeria, but I was back and forth from boarding school so much that it was almost like I didn't really spend that much time there. So I guess I didn't expect to miss it so much after moving away. And maybe it's because when I initially moved away, I moved again to a mini Lagos, so I didn't have that sense of culture shock, not until now, nine months or how many eight months maybe after moving away to Canada to a town that is really white to be honest Caucasian to be honest and just not being surrounded by the same sense of community now I'm so homesick it's unbelievable I miss again the noise of the market the smell of the streets the food the people the community Nigeria is my home and by extension Nigerians are my home so I guess this is where I stand I'm looking forward to the opportunity to learn about my traditions and cultures by soaking up information from all the people around me. I'm proud of where I come from and I also rest in the fact that maybe my time to learn about it was not when everybody else was supposedly everybody else around me was supposedly learning about it. My journey is mine to take and mine to explore. I am forever grateful for my life and the people around me, the opportunity to learn about different cultures including my own. So again, as I said at the beginning, I think this episode for me was literally just an excuse for me to talk into my iPhone. And if this resonates with anyone listening, then that's just a bonus. So I only have two questions for you this week. Have you ever found yourself asking the question, where do I come from? And what do you think about this week's episode? Just a reminder that we are also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And check out my writing reflection on ninety-seven series on instagram and lastly and really the most important thing i want to hear from you please please see how i'm begging you message me let me know what you're thinking um did this episode or i guess mini episode i don't even know what to call it let's just call it an episode did this episode like make you think get you thinking about anything in specific and if it did let me know what it is as usual please don't forget to like comment and subscribe this week continue to be unapologetically intentional. Have a wonderful weekend and beginning of your week and God bless.